Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. All right, guys, welcome to Empowered AF. I'm super, super excited. I'm always excited. I've got high energy and this is, it's not the way I always am. I'm only like this, like usually like right after the gym or right as I get prepared for a call with the team or clients. I just, I just put on that extra energy juice because shit, who wants to listen to someone who's boring as fuck? That's why it's called empowered AF, empowered as fuck, not boring AF, boring as fuck. So I bring the energy and today I've got my, literally my right hand man, Joey Wilder with me. What's up, Joey? What's going on, Mark? I'm glad to be here, man. <laughs> Joey is my uh, my my unenergetic side of me. I'm just kidding. No, he he's he does. Uh, how do I say this? He kind of like smooths me out a little bit. If you if you listen to me enough, you know I've got a lot of rough edges and I say a lot of bad words. And uh, he comes in and brings he brings the pain in a very nice way. So those clients out there know what I'm talking about. You've worked with Joey, and you go, man, Joey just like makes you butt hurt without being butt hurt. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like you just, like you said it best the other day, you said something like, uh, I know how to like make people, what did you say? Like, you know what I'm talking I, about? I know how to tell them to go fuck themselves without saying the words, go fuck yourself. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, Hey, fuck you. And your yeah. fucking lies. Fuck off. And you're like, Hey man, I, what I hear you saying is this. I, I just yeah. don't agree with that. And, and you're very tactful in your approach. So I, I love that. Appreciate that. That's why we have you on the team. That's one of the reasons I have you on the team. Um, and we're going to get into today a little bit about that. So go ahead and introduce yourself because there's a lot of guys that have no idea who you are, what you do, and what you even do on our team. Maybe they've seen you in our group. Uh, maybe they just think you're a sales guy or something like that. And that is not what you do. So to, um, let's talk a little bit about you, who you are, um, you know, you talk about the position if you want, but more so I want guys to really get to understand your background and sort of what makes you qualified to be a coach in the Power Man program. We'll go from there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Thanks for uh, that lead up. And just for the guys that aren't familiar with me, my name is Joey Wilder. I am 30 years old at the time of this recording. I grew up in Tennessee, so grew up on a small, small farm uh, in Tennessee, had a country accent. Got to grow up all around the U.S. with my dad being in the military and special forces. My mom was super career driven. So I grew up in that uh, broken family with single mom, single dad, and uh, was actually emancipated at a very young age because I did not want to move anymore. So that dynamic of being self-reliant and self-supported and um, kind of figuring things out on my own and not having that example of a male present um, brought me into my adult life and I had a lot of uh, bad habits and didn't know how to deal with the things that I was feeling in my heart and experiencing in my mind. And so obviously I went through the cycle that we see guys go through with the manipulation, um, with really not knowing how to express myself openly. And it caused me to internalize my feelings for a long time. Now, is that because you're from Tennessee and you had a bad accent or what? No, it actually, I didn't have that example set. I didn't, you know, my dad being in the Marines, Semper Fi, and this is not to demonize Marines at all, but he would openly say this. They did not teach him how to share what's on his heart and in his mind. And any guy that comes into our program from that realm 
will say the same thing. And the framing that I've heard from way too many men to name is you guys have shown me who I am outside of the uniform. Mm. And that was very healing for me to hear because it started to show me that this is not really who my dad is. He actually did not have a sense of self outside of the uniform. So that means inside that uniform, he was very stoic and to himself. And because of that, I didn't have that example as I was growing up. And then it led me into these toxic relationships that were the same thing happening over and over. And eventually I had to ask the question, is it them or is it me? I've had the same thing happen multiple times. And that's what led me to my own personal growth journey, um, which was going through this company called MITT, called Masters in Transformational Training. And it's been around for about three decades. And from that, that was about five years ago, um, that really kind of started my journey. And that's a lot of the internal work, the deeper emotional stuff, the things that raise your emotional intelligence. And then from that, it led me into NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming. And that's really where my coaching career started because NLP teaches us body language. It teaches us vocal tonality. And it teaches us essentially how to connect with all of the demographic. And it breaks it down into three categories. And it's much more than the thanks for sharing, I hear you, I'd like to add on. They teach you ways to basically not trigger people while you're talking to them. And an example would be, um, just to give everyone listening, and if I was to tell you, Mark, I agree with you, but I don't actually agree with you. I think my opinion is greater than yours. So the way to say that and frame it would be, I agree with you and I'd also like to add. And it's that power of single word dialogue. And NLP was really what opened up the doors for me to do. At first, I was doing NLP coaching with the Empowerment Seminar. It's actually interesting that I'm now with the Empowered Man when before I was with a company called Empowerment Seminar. And from there, it led me into... Uh, the business realm where at the time I was owning and operating a health food company, um, sold that three years later. And I was really intrigued with coaching. That's what I enjoyed. I enjoy people. And that's what landed me into a business in a box coaching program. And um, before that, I was doing consulting with helping people get TEDx talks. So it kind of started to circulate around this helping people get their message that's in their heart and in their mind out to the world. And from there, synergistically, I was in a relationship at the time and we were pregnant with a little girl. And as quarantine happened, obviously a lot of things shifted for everyone in the world. Um, my career shifted, a company that I thought I was going to be with for the rest of my life shut down during COVID. I lost my job there and I quickly pivoted into another only to really get a paycheck. There was not a lot of passion in that. Um, synergistically, I came across the path of Mark, a mutual friend of ours posted something on Facebook saying they were looking for this individual. Um, and I remember messaging him and he told me both of the offers. And I remember the first time speaking with you, one of the first things I said was, yeah, I was more intrigued with your offer because it's a soft offer. And I'm not sure if that triggered you or not because I use the word soft, but I remember explaining the difference and we're not helping you 
build a business and make $10,000 a month, 50K a month. We're helping you enable and enhance the areas of your life that you are crumbling in and supporting you in becoming the CEO of your life. A lot of these guys come in and they're just in the worst like shambles that they've seen themselves in their lives. And that really relates to me uh, because the backstory here is while I've been here at Empowered Man and throughout this year of this pandemic, um, I have been in and out of the court system um, fighting child custody for my daughter with my ex. Um, and full transparency, I haven't gotten to see her in eight months. So of course, the emotional pain, had I not had the tools that I'm grateful to have had before I came to Empowered Man, had I not had those tools, I can't imagine the things externally that I would be doing if I did not know how to deal with the shit happening internally. And just to add on to that, I feel like when guys come in, they're in this metaphorical and sometimes a literal hell. They're just overanalyzing every little detail and they get stuck in this paralysis. And you know, that there's one in specific that comes to mind and he has a very, very strong personality. He's from New Jersey, strong accent, very tough vocal tonality. Like if we were in person, like I'd kind of keep my distance because he's that strong and like has that much energy. And I remember him being in so much pain and getting on a first call with me and sharing like, and she keeps doing this and it really pisses me off that she's doing this. And if you want to hit the she button, we have this saying in empowered man that guys that come in ranting and venting, you know, she did this, she did this. We're actually strongly against that for anyone listening. Um, I'll be the first to tell you that we don't accept demonizing of a partner of women or anything like that. That's not what empowered man is. We actually hold a very high standard of respect for women. Um, and with that being said, this individual, he, he's sharing with me the she, she, she. And I turned to him and I said, do you talk to your wife in that same tone? And it was almost like the first time he had had someone mention his tone. And I remember that conversation and now to see him come full circle, he's in distributions and supply chains. So he has that, that inner dialogue of I'm always busy. And commonly these guys come in and they're, I'm always busy. I'm hustling. I've got my job. I've got this, these areas that they're thriving in while their home life is fucking crumbling and it's in shambles and they're in rock bottom. And I think most guys, when they come in, they're not really sure what to do because they're so attached to this and the pain and the trauma that they're actually so afraid to do that work because they don't know who they are outside of that trauma, or outside of that toxic dysfunction, that it almost becomes this taboo thing to start doing the work. And so, all that to say, when we have guys come in, you know, we have the guys that are on one end, they're business guys. They've got multiple businesses going, they're thriving, they're killing it. Then we have the other guys that come in that have a high level of financial literacy and they're getting to that next level. The commonality and the connecting point 
is there's power in community and there's strength in numbers. And I tell this to guys all the time when they share their pain, it's almost that like inflection point of them realizing like, holy shit, I'm not alone. There's other men that have actually gone through this. And it was eye opening to me when there was a gentleman in our, one of our challenges that we ran, because I, I run the challenge that we do. I run the revive program and I assist inside the thrive program and actually teach a mindset call there. But it was intriguing hearing specifically one of the guy's scenarios. And it was almost verbatim, the exact same thing as mine, which I think mine's pretty unique um, based off what I've gotten to experience so far. But I was even hit with that aha moment of, wow, there's other men out there that are actually struggling through the same thing I am at the same time, or sometimes they're a little bit more progressed. And that's really... When someone comes into Empowered Man, commonly we're met with questions of how do I know if it works? What if it doesn't work? How can I trust you guys? And one of the things I like to tell those guys is, look, everything you've done up until now isn't working. It's not. You're not where you want to be right now. Your relationship is in shambles. Your, kid, your relationship with your kids is faltering and everything is crumbling down. So everything you've done up until now isn't working. Why don't we try it our way and then see if the end outcome is something different? And we see this all the time. If guys lean into doing the work, they become a new man. And I think that's where a lot of the fear comes from, from some of these guys. This is the first time that a lot of them have had a male leader around them. And that's okay to admit. And I think a lot of men are afraid to admit that in the very beginning. Like having other men around you that are also growing through what they get to go through and that are also sharing what's on their heart and in their minds. Like one of the things I like to ask guys is if they consider themselves brave. Like if I was to ask you, Mark, I'm sure you'd say, yeah, I'm brave. Almost every guy raises their hand. And then the follow-up question is, are you brave enough to be vulnerable? Because I think vulnerability, and not to piggyback off of Esther Perel or anyone like that, but vulnerability is where the power is at. You know, I think commonly we view vulnerability as this weak, this weak, like belittling trait when there's so much power in that. But I think a lot of guys are vulnerable to the point where their wives aren't in the place to accept it. And that's usually the tipping point in there's so much pain that has happened that they don't even know who they are when they look in the mirror. And I relate with that. I've been there before. No, I know when I was going through my stuff real time and I've shared with you contextually specifically what's happening. And I never thought I would find myself in a position of not seeing my child for eight months, but here I am. And even among that, I feel incredibly grateful that I've been able to go through this experience because it's expanded me in ways that I didn't expect before, just like the men that go through our program. You know, most of them come out proud of who they are. And the ones that don't are the ones that didn't do the work in the first place, that were not detached from it. And it's, it's really brought a lot of things into perspective for me. 
being here because it's almost like as I'm going through my healing real time, I get to help other men heal real time. It's so much more fulfilling than when I was doing like business in a box coaching or helping people land TEDx talks or helping people like communicate using NLP. This, what we're teaching here, it's life changing if you let it. And I think a lot of men are afraid of that because they're so used to this comfort and this complacency of where they are at that when you stretch to that next level, it's just like when you get a promotion, new responsibilities, like when you start elevating and get to a new level, there's more to lose. There's more to gain and there's more to lose. And, you know, I'm grateful to be here with all the guys and it's extremely fulfilling. So what would you tell guys new to the Empowered Man brand? Guys that are new to the Empowered Man brand. Mm. Guys that are just getting into the Facebook group, just hearing the podcast, just finding a piece of content. Yeah. Because obviously what we teach and what we say is somewhat controversial and somewhat um, contrary to the market uh, uh -huh. where a lot of people are focused on saving the marriage and things like that. But we're focused on saving the man. Mm -hmm. And we obviously are, are looking for men who are in a place where they've been hit across the face with a slap, a two by four, and I don't love you, a fuck you, I'm a cheater on you, whatever. And they're like aghast. And the first thing they want to do is go and fix it. They want to stop the bleeding and fix it. But when they come to us, we're like, hey, that's not going to fix it. If you stop the bleeding before you actually get the healing right, it's kind of like putting, uh, you know, a, a, it's, it, I always look at it as like putting duct tape on a wound. Duct tape will stop the bleeding a little bit, but it's not actually going to bring healing to the wound. It's not made to bring healing. The bullet is still inside. Like you've been shot. The bullet is still inside of you. And that's what's happened is you come to us and you're bleeding and you're just looking for duct tape. You're just looking for some sort of thing to fix it, to stop the bleeding because you're in so much fucking pain instead of like going, Oh wait, I'm in pain. What happens is you come in and you are bleeding and you're trying to just put duct tape on versus actually going and doing the work. And so we're looking for guys who are in enough pain to admit they're in pain and say, you know what, I need to work on me so that I don't just fix this, but I heal from this, that I get an ROI on my tears, a return on investment of my tears. So what would you say to those guys who are new to us, new to our content? What would you tell them about our brand? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great framing. You know, the guys that come in that are in this painful place, um, I've let them know that the only way out is through. And I've said that to more than a handful of guys. Um, currently they're trying to climb themselves out of this pit that they found themselves in. And unfortunately the only way out is through is for them to grow through what they get to go through and heal through the pain. And commonly, when we're telling them to work on themselves, it's viewed as this like selfish thing. Like for some reason, men think them having time to themselves, with themselves, by themselves productively is selfish. There's another side to that though. It's not just the selfish guys 
or guys who think, oh, I'm being selfish. It's the ones who go, but it's her fault. She's the reason for this. Why should I have to work on me? What would you say to that guy? Oh, man. I hear that a lot. You know, she's the problem. She did this. She did that. And she left. And at the end of the day, it's not at like a relationship. It takes two to tango. She yeah. didn't just start showing up this way out of nowhere. If she did, why did you stick around for so long? Like a lot of it's coming back to when we hear the she statements, you know, I hear you, but what did you do? What can you own and what can you grow through? What role did you play in this happening? And I've yet to hear one guy that says, I didn't do a single thing wrong in our relationship. It all came from her. Like that actually I, I, was in one of I, our groups. I, there was actually a, I'm not going to say who, but somebody in our group posted that recently that he was having trouble with one of the assignments because he couldn't figure out what he had done wrong at all. And that's a very self-centered view. Yeah, it's in there. Uh, It's a very self-centered view because it's based on this idea that that rights and wrongs have levels to them. Well, Mm -hmm. this wrong is higher than this wrong. So therefore, her wrongs were worse than mine. And because of that, it's just is what it is. And so, um, you know, if, if we look at it through that lens, we, we end up destroying what is possible for us. Because at the end of the day, Empower Man doesn't just exist to like help guys like get over a marriage or help guys go through a divorce. That's not what we do. We're not a relationship coaching pro- program. We are an empowerment program for men, empowerment program for men to help them thrive in every aspect of life. We just start with the marriage because that's where men are willing to pay attention and go, oh shit, I've got to work on me. And then we help them see you've got a fuck ton of gaps in your life. This is just the first one we're going after because if we can get the home front right, if we can get you right here, if we can start to lay the foundation, you start to see me as a man, you start to see me as a father or as a, as a, in a legacy, as a mentor, you start to see me as a business owner or somebody unemployed and, and what I need to work on. You start to see me as a leader. You start to see yourself in all these things. You go, holy shit, I've got fucking gaps everywhere. I've got gaps everywhere, but that's why I created this process to go through it so that we're constantly evolving. And so it's important. I think what I say to guys that are new to the program is to get into as much content get into our understanding of, of, of how we sort of teach and, and what we're saying and, and let it sit inside of you. And Hey, if you don't agree with us, that's fine. Uh-huh. Go, go somewhere where they'll coddle you or, or, you know, tell you it's all her fault and you didn't do anything wrong and everything's going to be okay. If you just, you know, get your little blankie and your binky and your pacifier. And if that's you go, go do that. But that's not what we do here. We don't fucking coddle you. Now we will hear you and we'll understand your pain. And we will, we will sort of help you deal with that. But we're not here to coddle you and, and make you feel that way. So yeah. I, I tell guys to get into that stuff, get into the content and, and understand where we're coming from. And then I tell them, join something, get a yeah. part of our 30 day program, get a part of our revive community or our thrive program. we got plenty of programs at all different financial levels. Now, as we've grown as a company for guys that doesn't matter what level you're at, we've got something for you unless you are just completely like naked and destitute, which none of you are because all of you can go mow some grass and make a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just to add on to that, I think commonly what I've seen men squander opportunities for when it comes to joining is, Oh, I don't have the money. It's like, 
I haven't even told you a price. You've not been told a single price anywhere. And I'm always curious where else that is showing up in their life. Where else are they not taking action due to like X variable? Right now it's money. Another time it's I'm uncomfortable. Another time like we, we use these arbitrary excuses. Money is a tool. Money is something that I personally view is simple to gain if you put yourself out there. Like when it comes to the example of mow a lawn for a hundred bucks, I can count less men on this hand that would actually be willing to go out there and do that. That would actually be willing to go out there, sign up for Lyft, sign up for Uber, sign up for Grub, any of these things. Like we've made it so simple to make money the day of. And whether it's someone starting at, you know, our lower ticket offers that, you know, are a hundred to a few hundred dollars, or if it's something that's more of our high ticket offer, that's the fast lane, regardless of the route you go, it's the support that these men need because realistically going at it alone isn't getting them anywhere. A lot of these men, the community is where they get the most bang for their buck. You know, the extra feathers are they're yeah. scared of that. They're scared of community because they don't want to be called out on their shit. Yeah. And it, it, dude, it comes back to pride and ego. Yeah. As men, we hate when our ego is damaged. We love when our ego is stroked. We let our pride get in the way of everything. We're too prideful to admit when we don't have the money. We're too prideful to admit when we need help. We're too pr- like pride and ego are the reason that men are really squandering. You know, we're saying, guys, you know how many guys will say to our sales guys, Oh man, this is great. I want to join. Uh, I left my wallet in the car. Can, can I call you back later and give you the, give you my credit card number? Yeah. And then, what fucking man leaves their wallet in the car? Or like I left it in my wife's car and she's driving off with it right now. Heard that one recently. I was like, what? How is that even possible? But yeah, you're right. It's because they, they aren't willing to like, just be honest. You're mm-hmm. fucking lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. That's the first, that's the first thing here. If you're lying to us, guarantee you are lying to your wife. I was just going to say that is like, if they're, yeah, if they're lying to themselves, it is that easy for you to lie to yourself. You get to hear the internal dialogue. Like, you know, you're fucking lying. If it is that easy for you to lie to yourself, you're lying to your wife, you're lying to the people around you. Realistically, the journey to your healing starts with you. And a lot of people will come in and it'll go over their head. And they're like, well, she did this, she did this, she did this. And it's like, no, motherfucker, what did you do? What led you here? Something led you to want to either YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, empowered man. Or like, that's the thing is so many guys, they come into our incubator because they chose to want to solve a problem. Either she cheated or my relationship is toxic or I just don't know how to communicate or it's one of these things. It's some type of pain point and that led them here. And once they get here, the guys that actually lean in and that understand like, Oh shit, I'm the issue here. And you can own that side. And this is not to say that there's not things that happen on right. her end, but that is her shit. Like that, that is that's the difference. That's the huge difference because when, when you say, Oh, you got to own your shit and you got to look at all the stuff they go, but I can't let go of her stuff. Again, pride getting uh-huh. in the way and not being able to be humble to just look at you. We're not saying that she didn't do anything wrong. We're not saying that she wasn't wrong for going to sleep. It wasn't your fault necessarily. She went and slept with someone. It's not your fault. She's, you know, she's leaving you. It's your responsibility as a man, as a husband 
to be there for your wife. And all we're saying is, hey, look at the areas of your life where you didn't show up, where you weren't fully present, where you didn't emotionally connect. And if you're not willing to do that, if you cannot do that, you can go fuck yourself. You can go fuck off right now. Don't listen to my podcast. You're wasting your fucking time. Don't come into our group. Don't try to join our program because I'm going to kick your ass out. Because if you can't be honest with yourself, humble enough to recognize that you have fucked up in areas and you think you're fucking God, well, you can go be a narcissist somewhere else because I'm not going to have it here. Yeah. Amen. I'm grateful that we haven't had those guys somehow slip through the cracks and end up on a call. Um, Because for those listening to this, I will tell you to go fuck yourself in the most kind and tactful way. And you'll probably replay it in your mind later on that day. Like, fuck, it'll click then. But realistically, like so many men let themselves get in their own way. Like we're our own biggest roadblock and we're our own biggest supporter sometimes as well. And I think the sooner that men can realize that one, there's power in community. Two, it doesn't matter the shit that she did. Like, it matters to a very micro extent. When it comes to the macro, we care about the man. And usually a byproduct of saving the man is we can save the marriage. I also want to add on to that, that you cannot save a marriage unless both parties are doing their healing work. Just yeah. like you're here with us, an empowered man, there needs to be something that's happening on their end. And we see this a lot. Like you and I talk about this so frequently, like, oh, so-and-so has finished the program. Things are going good. She's leaned back in. And like now you and I've gotten to the point where we're like, oh, she's leaned back in. She's not doing her healing work. 14 days, yeah. like 14 days until they're in the same position. And this fucking happens. And dude, it hurts my heart when I see that because I see these guys put in so much work and they start showing up. And guys, just to frame for you once more. Women love a man that can emotionally share what's coming up for him and that can emotionally connect with them. Women crave emotional intimacy. And with that being said, when women start to lean back in towards the end of it, we see guys take their foot off the gas pedal because they're like, oh, she's back. I'm done. I'm an empowered man. I fucking made it. Dude, that pisses me off so much because it's not even about keeping the man like, in our business, like it's about impacting the man. And just because you finished one program does not mean the work is done. You are always in process and always under construction. It's quid pro quo at the end of the day. Literally our first program is just the beginning. Yeah. Like, there's way more content, way more stuff after the first one, but you have to get through the first one. We don't let you start in phase two. We don't let you start in the second program if you yeah. don't finish the first one. And you have to yeah. be able to show up. Really what this comes back to is we're looking for men who are who have kind of gotten to the end of the rope. And they're like, you know what? I can't do this on my own. I need to be around a group of men who are trying to get better every single day. They are living at a higher level than I've been living at. And I want to do the same. I mean, the guys in our group are phenomenal. We've got business leaders. We've got corporate leaders. We've got guys who are just regular Joes that have decent jobs and make a decent living mm -hmm. and had to scrape and scrounge to get in or had to borrow or had to do things to make their way into our program. But they're all have, they all have this one thing in common and that is they are trying to live at a higher level. 
that they say they want a better self and we ask them to define specifically what does that look like and then we help you literally map out your whole fucking life that way so that whether the marriage is saved or not doesn't matter at the end of the day it hurts but you win i i lost my first marriage i let go because it was toxic and there was there was shit going on that shouldn't have been going on but I didn't lose anything. I closed the door on a chapter and opened it up on a new chapter. And now I'm living in a, in a crazy healthy relationship that's amazing and is, is far beyond what I could have ever imagined or dreamed or thought possible. And I even opened myself up to a different kind of person than I thought I would be with. And it's been so much more fulfilling. We have a functional family together. Yes, I have, you know, my kids are, part-time with me and all these other things, but I have them most of the time. So I was fortunate in my process. So some of you are looking at this and like, oh, you're trying to cling and grasp to something that's already dead. And it's like, why? Why the fuck are you trying to hold on to something that's gone? She's gone. You need to suck it up. You need to accept it, accept what you can control, get over it and move on. Yeah. I feel like we could talk about this for hours, but we don't have hours on this podcast. Yeah, no, I know. So we've got to wrap this thing up. What is the last thing you would say to guys that are listening today that haven't met you yet and that might be meeting you in our Thrive program or in our 30-day challenge? What would you say to them? You become a better man when you're surrounded by better men. Mm. Love it. Atmosphere is everything. Yeah, absolutely. Environment you put yourself in. Yeah, we see it every day. We see it. Guys come into our program 30 days later. I'm not looking at the same guy when I'm on a call and that's not to fucking blow fluff or anything. That's the fucking truth. Like I hear guys sharing in a way that I've never heard them share before. And realistically you become a better man when you're surrounded by better men. Yeah. You get better jobs. We hear of guys getting, getting uh, raises at work. We hear of guys starting companies. We hear of guys like all kinds of things happen. Because now, you start we hear guys taking leaps, like yeah. we, because we push them, like we literally tell them, like, dude, if you want it, go after it. Yeah, like, yeah. So what you're saying is this is more than marriage. Yeah, absolutely. This is so much more than marriage. The marriage is the thing that brings you in because that's the thing that pushed you to see that you need to change. Pain can be a moving dialogue when it comes to shifting you to change. Unfortunately, that's the truth. Pain is what brought you here. Power is what we're shifting you to by the end of it. That's awesome. Dude, thanks for sharing with us. Appreciate you. I'm complete. And uh, we'll we'll wrap this puppy up. And guys, if you're listening, uh, you want to meet Joey inside of our Thrive program, go to empoweredman.co slash book, empoweredman.co slash B-O-O-K. Book a time by filling out an application to talk with one of our enrollment specialists, and they will help you decide if the Thrive program is for you. If you're not ready for Thrive, you can jump into our 30-day challenge, empoweredman.co slash challenge or emchallenge.com. If you're listening on the podcast, emchallenge.com. Joey, thank you. Uh, I look forward to having this podcast live and uh, getting some great feedback from our clients. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. Hey, this is Mark Santiago, CEO and founder of Empowered Man. I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast. However, before you go, I want to give you a special invitation. Now listen, we've got a program that is designed specifically for men who are hurting right now, 
who are on the verge potentially of divorce, who are facing potential separation or already separated, and they don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn. They're dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with cheating. They're dealing with all kinds of shit. If that's you, I want to challenge you to take the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. That's right, the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. You can go to emchallenge.com right now and sign up for the 30-Day Challenge. Here's why I think you should do that. If you're hurting, you need to understand why you're hurting. You need to understand what is actually going on. In week one of the challenge, we are gonna actually rip off that Band-Aid a little bit and coach you through that process. And then we continue to do that process all the way to the point where you start to make decisions that are empowered instead of disempowered. I don't know about you, but I would much, much, much rather make decisions from a place of strength than a place of weakness. So if you're facing decisions, if you're facing this anxiety, what do I do? How do I respond when my wife is being toxic? I don't know what to do. My wife is cheating on me. I don't know what to do. My wife doesn't love me. I don't know what to do. We are going to help you find those answers within. Now look, this 30 day challenge is probably unlike any other you've been a part of. Why? Because not only do we have daily assignments happening in the program every single day, but you also get live group coaching calls. I said live group coaching calls with myself and my lead coach. That's right, I am a part of this. It's not just some other people doing it. I am there live with you every single week call that we are on. Third part of that is you're gonna have a community of other guys that are going through exactly what you are going through. And the best part of this, this isn't even a fraction of the price we could charge for it. In fact, at some point we may raise the price, but right now it is at a bargain. So go to emchallenge.com, emchallenge.com to take the Empowered Man 30 Day Challenge, and I will see you on the inside.